Hey everyone, welcome to the patch this week brought to you by Loot Crate and Nature Box. Thank you to Loot Crate and Nature Box for sponsoring this episode of the patch. I was looking at the wrong monitor. I didn't see the logos. They were only over there. Hey, hi, how you doing? I'm Gus. I'm Ashley. I'm Ray. I'm Ryan. I'm so happy I'm everybody could join us. Stallion 83. More people know yeah, me. Yeah, I was I was going to say do like more people would know you as Stallion 83. Definitely. Okay. 100%. Um, and, and, how, and for those who don't know, why would they know that? Brag a little bit. There you go. Uh, 1.4 million gamers. You're that's up to 1.4 million? I remember oh, when you passed a million. I'm almost And there. that was, like, that's just insane to me, just even that, because yeah, that's like, that's That was probably perfecting. the last time I saw you. You, yeah. were, you were just under a million. I was like, just under. Yeah, you were I really close. I couldn't quite get it in Austin, which pissed me off. When I, went <laughs> I was so pissed. I could tell you were just, like, focused. Yeah. And, mm. Oh, God, that was that was terrible, but I got it. I got it. And, and more. And more, more and more and now. almost four hundred thousand beyond. Oh, that? Almost. it's a lot easier though nowadays. I'm there's like, all these it? indie games. Okay, oh, indie yeah. Xbox games. So, they're like five dollars. Is it, and they don't care. They're yeah. like, ah, yeah. There's a here's two thousand gamers right. score. Press, wait, press way to scratch your nose. Do, yeah. <laughs> do they give you a full thousand gamer score for indie games as yes, well now? Absolutely. I remember three sixty era. The XBLA games were more limited. They had what was it? Two hundred. Two hundred. two hundred, and then they changed it to four hundred. So you had these games that were harder. That you could only get 200 gamer score off of. Now you can get a thousand. You just and write they're those actually off. easier. Like Geometry Wars. Yeah. That was tough. tough or Inside 200. was actually a good one yeah. too recently thousand. for a thousand points. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was uh, the only difficult thing in that one was you had to go through and get some of the collectibles, right? Yeah. But they were yeah. not that hard to find. Now, the a more recent one that really was unpleasant to play was The Park. Did you go through that one? Oh, actually, you know what? I just started playing that last night I'm in my sorry. hotel. I'm gonna play that I'm one. I'm so sorry. I got on the swan thing, looked at the uh, drunken squirrel, God got like a hundred gamer score. Yeah, we did a let's watching that. Uh, there's, it's just a woman trying to find her kid, like in a park. It's supposed to be kind of like a horror thriller. Hmm. It's so bad, and and that swan thing. Yeah. It's like you get on a little swan ride. It's it's basically like a, it's a small world after all sort of play. Yeah. Uh, it turns out you it's unskippable. And uh, Jeff accidentally got on it twice. Oh. <laughs> so we just left the room. You say accidentally. It, I, it was kind of like, I wonder if you can... Ah, oh, fuck. It makes <laughs> me think about, uh, did you ever play Heavy Rain? Not yet. There's a, there's a sequence early in that game where you have to find your son who's lost in the mall, and you run around the mall pressing X to say his name. Is this uh, the say, Jason thing? Yeah, the same thing. So you then, keep saying Jason. the name of uh -huh. the kid. So then, yeah, the someone bark. made a, like a parody flash game called Press X to Jason, <laughs> <laughs> where you just walk around in a mall pressing X to say Jason. I wondered because every time people talk about uh, Heavy Rain, they start just going Jason, Jason. I'm like, what the hell does this mean? Yeah, that, that's that that not means. a spoiler at all. You should, uh, great game, you should absolutely play it. And that happens like in the first five minutes of the yeah. game. Yeah. Well, it was already spoiled for me, so okay. That well, people yell Jason a lot. It's a really a spoiler if it's the first five minutes. I don't know. I, mean, no. I didn't know when it was. I didn't know it was the first five minutes. So you it's, just told me. You just spoiled it. Maybe the first ten minutes. God so damn it. you thought this, you this were is spoiled. later when you were. But you Sean. weren't. Sean. 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 This is a uh, that, that is a that, that is a great. different thing you're looking for. Probably shouldn't have shown that one actually. You look, oh. look, for, <laughs> look, you look for so many people. But uh, so when the, you were in Austin, the last time was here for. South by T the Titanfall. That was the Titanfall so two launch. Titanfall the, two, maybe I you don't know, know. The one where Gavin got super yeah. drunk and got kicked Sorry, out. Sorry, Gavin. Whoa, what? Oh, you didn't know about those? Gavin got kicked out. He he got like super drunk and everyone British was like, pricked. Gavin, go home. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Get out of here. He, he no, he is. So, okay. so um, no, I work with him all the time. No, I understand. Yeah, yeah no, that's fine. <laughs> In more contemporary times, right? We've been kind of skirting around super uh, contemporary uh, the issue. The uh, Sony just had their big meeting today, where they officially unveiled PlayStation Four Pro. 
the uh, underwhelming game <laughs> and PlayStation Four. Yeah. Slim, right? No, 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 no. Right. PlayStation Four. Slim. It's slim, but not yo. It'll always be slim to us. I like the look of the launch PS4 more than I like the look of the slim. It's the same thing, right? It's like more rounded now. It's, did they it's, round it off? I thought it was well, just flat. It just seems more squashy. And I think like the corners. Can we pull up? Is there a side by side graphic? No, not. I mean, of the of the PS4 Slim and the launch PS4. Uh, so I feel the like Pro just has an extra layer on it. Like yeah, a, yeah. It's like so it's, it's, it's like a sandwich. The, like it was funny when we saw it. Like there were the leaks coming out of Foxconn that had it at the three layers, mm -hmm. and everyone was photoshopping it into sandwiches and all kinds of stuff. I was like, yeah, that's really funny. I hope that's not. Oh, it is. No, it, it, it is. No, that's it is a legitimate yeah, yeah, no, it's yeah. just It's like, one we have layer. a PS4. It needs more power. Let's just tape another PS4 another onto it. The Baconator and then the double Baconator, that basically. That said, um, I know a lot of people criticized the look of the Xbox One when it released, saying it was really big and it was really ugly and it looked like and a VCR. they weren't wrong. They weren't wrong, but you know what? I put that on a shelf and pay zero attention to it. So, uh, they were, the, the PS4 Pro is... I think they didn't release any official specs or anything like that, but the leaks that kind of eventuated to be pretty much correct also placed it like 10 pounds. It Whoa. is heavy. Really? Did you see it in Andrew House's arms? No. It looked like he was carrying a three-year-old. <laughs> well, I mean, you never know if you want to play a game or kill a yak. I mean, you want to have your options open. Right. You need to be able to bludgeon people. Here's the, so, the thing about doing a stream it, like that. It's not the, the greatest comparison in the world here, but I've got, I don't uh -huh, know if we can, we, can, we can switch to it. You got me? Anybody? Bueller? Nope. Nope. Sean? Can set up. Nope. Maybe not. Does it look better than the... I don't even see the, panic Jason? in there. There's the nothing to it. I see this on the preview. J nope, Jason? It's almost there. Jason. That's, there we go. That's the launch PS4. You see it's got the okay. sharp corner. Okay. And then that's the slim. Okay, oh. now I see what you mean. It does have a bevel. And it's, yeah, it's also the launch PS4 is thicker. And then this one's like more squat. And the USB ports are far apart. Yeah, why are they underneath? It's like, it looks yeah. like they're hard to get to. That's yeah. how the, the launch one was the same way. It's tucked mm -hmm. into that little... I don't know anything about PlayStation. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, they have trophies. They're not <laughs> as good <laughs> as achievements because uh, they have no score. That's exactly Take the same. Greg exactly the same thing. <laughs> there is a, um, an interesting thing with the new, with the Pro though, is so the Xbox One S just got rid of touch sensitive buttons. Uh -huh. And uh, everyone said, hooray, finally, thank God. Those were their really cool idea, but they were clearly uh, designed by people who never tested them in real world environments. Yeah, this one's got touch sensitive buttons. Does it? Yeah. Is it buried in that little uh, inset though? Maybe that would make it better. Maybe. You said the Pro has touch sensitive buttons? Yeah. Mm. You know what it doesn't have? Ultra HD Blu-ray player? Uh, yeah, that's weird really? to me. No 4K Blu-ray drive. What? So it'll do 4K, it does 4K gaming, it does 4K video support, but not HD Blu-ray or Ultra HD Blu-ray. Uh, only 4K streaming, which so you can you'll be able like to stream like Netflix anyway. and you know tons of other four, uh, video yeah. streaming systems, but you can't watch a physical 4K disc. Doesn't Suck it, Sony media. own yes, Blu-ray? Okay. I think that's, that's initial reports. I thought reported on in Gadget. One they S does have an Ultra HD Blu-ray. Yep, it oh. does. So it definitely does. I f it's it's weird to me that Microsoft has support for you know the the more recent, more cutting edge Blu-ray. Then or maybe it's, Sony does. Maybe it's more the, cutting edge to just ditch physical media. I'm all for that. I don't want to. That's own a physical lot devices. of data, though. Yeah, You're that pushing is around a lot yeah. of data. I, I do prefer watching movies off of uh, a disc as opposed to streaming. It yeah, even I mean, even then, you're anytime you stream it, you're going to get artifacts, even if you're somehow managing to stream ultra HD. Yeah. I, mean, I don't. Some of us I don't mind streaming, but it seems like uh, like 4K streaming. Sadly, Netflix does. It's going to take yeah. a little time. 
Uh, did you see the the PS4 Elite controller though? It's weird, right? Wait, that's so like that a third was a, party. Yeah, that a third was a party. third party. Yeah, so it's third. not actually from Sony. Good because yeah. it is. I, I that's why I started to wonder because if you look at the side by side between the the PS4 Elite controller and the Xbox Elite controller. They're identical. It's, it's, it's just some. I'm sure it's just some shitty knockoff. I'm sure yeah, like it is. what there's like. You think so? I'm sure whatever factory in China that you know one of uh-huh. these third party yeah, I think so. uh, controllers uses saw it you know and was like oh yeah. we can. I make think you can use controller. the parts. The parts. Oh really? The PlayStation and the Xbox I believe it. One. It looks together. so identical. It's like eighty if you, bucks. If you, though, you guys I think. can find the yeah, picture. Oh, I've got a, hold on. I'm gonna send you guys Xbox an image Elite, now. But. It, wow, really? It's only it's, 80? I think it's 80. It I'm, has to be a third party. Yeah. my I, It's awesome that my internet doesn't I fucking mean, work here. Did Sony announce it at their conference? No. 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 Okay, so someone... No, they did a, not. This was not their thing. That's uh, I, I just heard Jack show me a picture of it. He's like, yeah, this is the new PS4 Elite controller. Like, no, nah, it's just... It's just I mean, I, I would try it out. The Xbox One Elite controller is, is way better. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, but like I said, I'm sure it's just some knockoff. Even the D-pad, it's like that yeah, satellite-looking yeah. exactly deal. It's exactly yeah. the same. And no PlayStation logo on the button in the middle for some reason. Just a silver... Trademarked. Dot. Yeah, that, again, which makes me think it's just some third-party uh, bullshit. Thing. I'm what? I mean, if it feels anything like the Xbox One Elite controller, I'm I, all I doubt for it, it does. It's made with the same parts. Yeah, but on the outside, not on the inside... Yeah, it's like the definitely clickiness. third party. It might like you can buy mm-hmm. the little parts for the Xbox One uh-huh. controller, like at GameStop. They like I think they're Power X or something like uh-huh. that. They're actually not the same parts though. Like there's thumbsticks. They're just not the quality rubber that comes huh. on the Xbox One Elite. It's just not the same. So that's probably kind of like that too. Even though they fit, <sighs> That'd be sad. It's not going to be the same quality because everything on that controller. It's pretty high quality. It's I mean, nice. It's, it's a nice controller. It's a real nice controller. And it takes yeah, a while so to wear out, too. Well, regular controllers, yes you can no. wear out. The sticks will wear out, but the you can left, replace them. I don't know. Did you, you, so you have an Elite controller? I have an Elite. The left stick on for yours, does that get real loose? Because we've got, I think pretty much everyone at Team Hunter has one because they were nice enough to give it, give us one. And uh, I think everybody's left stick, wow. just the magnet in it comes is very loose. Like I If you shake it, that thing's just going to fly off. I haven't had that problem yet. I've put a lot of hours in that thing too. That's the only controller I've used since like mm-hmm. October. So I've, it's not like we're pulling them off off and on all the time. Yeah. It's just we're using it. Well, yeah. If, I mean, if everybody's doing that, it must be yeah. some. Although I feel going like on you there. guys might be particularly violent. Yeah, you probably use we're it more nice than most people. Controllers, though, because we like them so, so much. Apparently, that PS, the PlayStation Four Elite wireless controller was listed briefly on Target, but they've delisted it from their website. You uh, can't even find it anymore. Yeah, so it who knows? Like who knows what the actual story is? It it was, looked like it was an eighty dollar off brand controller. It had like back paddles, groove D pad, customization options. Um, yeah, the back paddles on it were exactly the same they, they, as well. Yep, those yeah, were but it's, it for says sure it's definitely hundred percent not a Sony. Thing. I mean, it couldn't have been but any worse than that is. Razer Elite knockoff, which was this. That one. Oh man, it's we have one over in the Chiba her office. Uh, so I don't think it was wireless. Cost the same as the Elite. Uh, had extra buttons on it, but a few of them were in awkward to reach locations. And it was a cheap plastic shell that it came with foam, like sticker on uh, grip pads that you had to put on yourself. That's weird. Yeah, it was a train wreck <laughs> nah. of a but controller. Yeah. No. But isn't isn't Sony making an Elite controller? I mean, there was they, patents for it, I believe. We were expecting an announcement at this PlayStation meeting, along with everything else. They haven't said anything. That's not to say they aren't working on something. But it didn't get announced today. So maybe they'll announce something at TGS. Maybe they'll save it for their own event in December. N- not really 
sure. Yeah. It doesn't seem like the pro would ship with it because of the price. On the other hand, it seems like that, like because that's high-end hardware. It's intended for like a, a very, very specific high-end premium demographic. Right. That that would be the people they would ship it with, or the yeah. the people. Let's so ship it with those So we're only charging four hundred for it, which I don't that. think we mentioned. So yeah, four hundred yeah, for the so pro. Yeah, so it is lower than expected. I think we we're expecting like four fifty five hundred, and it is four hundred. So that's I, a bit I, lower. I do want to make a, a quick comment here. Um, look, I'm reading Twitter here uh, on hashtag the patch. And according to uh, Sean McGregor, this is unconfirmed, no link. He All he wrote was, Andrew House just said they'll be able to... F- there, there's a grammatical error. Andrew House just said that they'll be able to 4K Blu-rays via uh, update, focusing on games right now. So if anybody has a source for that or can send me a link, I'd, I'd be very curious to see that. would that be a thing? Yeah. Why would you have a firmware update standing between you and being able to play physical media if your hardware is capable? Right. I mean, that's, that's why, that's why yeah, I want a source sense. before yeah. uh, it, I, I totally believe that. It does that. happen, though. I mean, they are pushing out... Oh, updates that, that, fix everything. They're, they're pushing day out updates yeah. this week right. to enable <laughs> HDR for all current PlayStation 4 consoles, like, next week. So that, it that can was be unexpected. Done. Yeah. But so I think as far as the physical side of things... There's that's, an example. Well, physical media side of things, that's different. Like, if... Because presumably, then, the drive in there can already play Ultra right. HD, blue, 4K Blu-rays, and they just they just haven't turned the flag on. Maybe it crashes something super hard. Maybe. It's We're not ready. I'm still working on that. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, the timing on this was definitely unexpected. I didn't expect the uh, the Slim or the Pro to come out so quickly. Yeah, I feel like a dumbass because I bought a PS4 about a month ago. Well, I think, like I said, I like the look of the launch PS4 mo- mm-hmm. more. And Thanks, I, like, mo. At I first, like it, Mo. I really wanted to like pre-order a PS4 Pro. Then I got to thinking about it. It's like, I don't even have a 4K TV. Like, I, I wouldn't see any benefit from it. Well, that was kind of the the thing. So I don't know if, were they streaming that at 4K? I don't think so. I don't think no. so. So you couldn't conceivably know, watch does, it from home and does, get any feel for the no, advancement. You, you stream quite a bit. Does Twitch support 4K? Uh, Twitch does not. Don't Twitch think they did, okay. no. Well, yeah, I, think I don't think YouTube, no, nobody supports 4K live streaming. No, yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, it's, it's very difficult like when you think about it to to market something say like it looks so much better look at this 4k you can't even and get not it. a 4k because like people can't mm-hmm. actually see it yeah see you can't see the, the difference, difference at all twitch so, just got to like 60 frames per second so i'm sure they're kind of <laughs> behind like, on the 4k sort of 1080 yeah maybe but people sort of. can watch it in, in some of the demos for the pro i saw that there were additional graphical flourishes. So, like, you can't see the 4K, you can't see the HDR, but occasionally I'd see, like, more greenery or more background elements being rendered. Now with extra ferns. Well, I think I saw flowers. Now <laughs> with extra flowers. Well, yes. I'll pay for those flowers. Hey. Does it have the HDR support, the PlayStation? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, well, it's on par the Pro with the, the yeah. S. No, 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 all the, of them the will, Pro starting will. next week. Oh, okay. But they're, they're rolling out a firmware update for the current hardware to support HDR, too. Oh. Did they say how many teraflops? They no, did not. They didn't, they didn't mention many, the flops. We need the flops. Got to know the flops, guys. The flops. There was speculation. How I know I'm not getting the most flops? <laughs> well, there was speculation <laughs> that Scorpio was more six. powerful. So um, it seemed like Sony did not mention any specific technical specs. Playing it close to the vest. Um, they, but, yep, they're keeping it close. But it's out now instead of next year. Are they're, they're f- well, that's fair. Well, no, it's out in November. Oh, it's right? out in November. It's out yeah. sooner. It's, yeah. out, it's got a year head start, essentially. So HDR was like a big thing between like the S and the, the, the PlayStation, the original PlayStation console. Mm-hmm. But now that every PlayStation console is going to have it with a firmware update, that's one up in Xbox a little bit there. It does, yeah. for sure. Yeah, I mean, the, the Xbox One S has it, but most people yeah. probably at this point has, still have the original launch yeah, Xbox One. It's a ones. weird feature to get excited about now. I mean, because that's 
HDR has been around forever in gaming. Uh, I mean, PC gaming, but... Ryan, at this point, we get excited about whatever console manufacturers tell us to get excited about. That's fair. Do you remember being excited about flops before maybe oh, man. the last yes, six I'm months? Super, I'm super... I, I love the flops. I, I, I say it mockingly, though. Yeah. I, hey, no, man, but like, have but I is... got a feature for you? It's called bump mapping. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> but it, it God does raised. seem like, the, like <laughs> what the important technical thing is... Uh, that whatever they're fighting over that we start comparing and saying mm -hmm. like, oh, well, this one does this. I don't know. Does this one do this? A lot of times that's that's done without any knowledge yeah. of like what it is specifically. It's just like, well, this one's there's more of it. So that's better. Yeah, we've moved beyond CPU cycles, uh, RAM speed uh, or like even classifications of RAM to now mm -hmm. like a, a more abstract measurement. Yeah, that's like now, now it's all flops. In. Teraflops. Um, let's let's uh, let me like read this thing here. Megabyte hard okay. drives back oh in the day. Like <laughs> megabytes. Megabytes. Want to remind Six. everyone, this episode of The Patch is brought to you by Loot Crate. Looking for gear, collectibles, houseware, and more from your favorite pop culture franchise? We've got you covered. Loot Crate offers a range of geek and gamer items for less than $20 a month. Want to bring your loot to the next level? Get a bigger box with even bigger loot with Loot Crate DX. I almost screwed that up. Uh, get ready for September's high-octane theme, Speed. This month's Loot Crate has a high-octane assortment of goodies from Batman, CW's The Flash, and Arrow, Battlestar Galactica, Iron Man, and Gone in 60 Seconds. If you have a style need, you'll love the speed... Okay, I messed that up. <laughs> if you have a style need, you'll love the Speed Lootwear Collection, featuring Sonic socks for when you gotta go fast, a Transformers wearable for your world-saving needs, a winning Mario Kart tee, and more. This Lootwear Collection is gonna zoom away quick. You have until the 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific to subscribe and receive that month's crate. And when the cutoff happens, that's it. It's over. Got to wait another month. So make sure you head to lootcrate.com slash patch. Enter code patch. Save $3 off any new subscription. That's lootcrate.com slash patch. Promo code patch. Save three bucks and get some fast stuff. So speed over there and quickly do it. Good it's call like, thumbs up. It's like they went through my diary. Being like, <laughs> you want some arrow stuff? Sweet. You also want Battlestar Galactica? We got you. Sonic yeah. socks. We too remember that show. Yeah, that's a very old diary. That's not one of. The, that's <laughs> definitely not one of the recent ones. It has but not yes. been updated in a while. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I was. I, I did. I've. You know, we've been pretty busy today with various recordings and various live streams. There was also the Apple stream earlier, which I want to talk a little bit about a yeah, little later. So I like at first I really didn't have needs headphones. A lot of time to digest. They still the, have headphones. I didn't have a lot of time spikes. to digest the yes. Sony. Uh, Fee the presser until like I, I started reading some of like Greg Miller's tweets and his reaction <laughs> to it and he it was he, I think he had a tweet that was like I guess I'm not going to pre-order once I have a 4k tv like I was so gung-ho ready to jump on board and then it wasn't until I read that and had like that moment of clarity it's like oh right that's not for me so it it's like I, I guess any good, eventually yeah. at some point you know down the road I'll get it I don't know I'm happy with my life was his first tweet my shirt's off was his second tweet <laughs> my nipples are rubbed on the tv was his third tweet I'm sad now. Yes, that's, okay. that's exactly how it that happened. That seems like the logical progression for him. I mean, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think. Did we did we miss it? I, I was. I, I will say I was happy. I thought the presser was going to be a lot longer. It was only about 45 minutes. It was very compact. Uh, but I felt like we they kind of rehashed some things. Well, so it's like you, you, we saw a lot of gameplay we'd seen already. Uh, well, I guess but now it was, it was fancier. But it was in promo. And then at the end, which there was we, like... Which none of us can yeah, really tell a difference tell. on like, because you can't see the 4K. I mean, flowers. And at the end, there was a trailer that recapped all of the footage that they had shown throughout <laughs> the thing. Um, I appreciate the TLDR. There was or Mass TLD Effect Andromeda play, yeah. gameplay. Well... Which is reportedly available online now. You can watch it um, post-stream in like... You can watch 20 Rider more. Walk. 21-something yeah. yeah. That was the slowest gameplay I've ever seen. Yeah. 
Use a little jetpack thing. Oh, PS4 Pro specs revealed 4.2 teraflops. I don't know. If there that it is. is. Insufficient. But that's a lot more. I, mm. I think the current PS4, the launch PS4 is 1.4. 1.4 or 1.6? I don't care. Oh, I think 1.6. It's and the about Xbox that, yeah. 1. Yeah. 1. Yeah. I think you are correct. I'd say, yeah, I remembered f- sixes and fours getting thrown around so, a lot. So basically the Scorpio mm-hmm. is going to be a PlayStation 4 more flops <laughs> than, than the But you got to wait. Pro. But you got to wait so a year. Flops. That's well, a lot of flops. Not a whole year, but right? But I, I don't know what we that know. means. Yeah. yeah, it's, um. well, so here's the thing. Here we go. What the hell is a teraflop <laughs> anyway? It's a, <laughs> it's a trillion floating point operations. That is correct. Per second. It's Everyone knows oper- that. Yeah. God. Of course we do. So, uh, what is a floating point operation? It's a basic it's unit a of computational unit. power. When applied to the AMD graphics technology at the heart of the Microsoft and Sony consoles, the calculation is really simple. You'll multiply the amount of shader cores in the GPU by its clock speed. Elementary, right? Yeah. With uh, AMD hardware, you'll find 64 shaders per compute unit. Xbox One has 12 CUs, PS4 has 18, giving us a total of 768 and 1152 shaders. The clock speeds. Uh, you know, I can't. I'm done. I'm out. So this did. This is not basic at all. Yeah, I'm more confused than it's that was just before. the number of uh, calculations per second. It's, yeah, how much how much math can it do in its head? Yeah. or in its everything is math. Silicon. Okay, so it's it's better at math. Got it. Yes, and essentially the whole everything about a game is math. It is. Yes. Pretty yes. much. Yeah. It's digital. Yes. It's not emotional. There's, there's textiles and voxels. And um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm happy, if nothing else, just to see Mass Effect Andromeda gameplay. It wasn't very much. It was a tiny little sliver and there was, was no a, space whatsoever. That was like less than a teaser, right? I mean, that no, was... No, we've only oh, had teasers up until now. We actually this finally actually, see the game moving. Now, there there was a, I guess, like kind of gameplay trailer. Is this supposed to be in pro mode? Or? Trailer yes. yes. At, okay. uh, at E3 um, prior, but this is the first time we're seeing what is theoretically raw live gameplay. Or, yeah, I mean, like if not live, at least like, you know, recorded live. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and it looks really gorgeous. It does. Uh, the lack of HUD is interesting. I think that it's just because it's pre-alpha. Yeah, we, it's pre-alpha. Yeah. we were kind of speculating about this earlier and maybe like they didn't have, have the, the UI might not be finished. Because, uh, yeah, once you move to 4K, you have to rescale everything too. So, But uh, that being said, I imagine Andromeda is being built natively for 4K. Mm-hmm. So... Would, it's got a March release date, I believe, or is it like early next year? It's theoretically March, but we'll mm-hmm. see. I imagine we're going to get a lot more details in a few months because there's nothing Bioware loves more than N7 Day. What are they going to do now? The back of that guy's uh, suit, it's not N7, it's G2 now. They're going to have to update yeah, isn't their that a merch thing? lines. Is it? <laughs> yeah, it is. It is, right? Yeah. Gatorade G2. Maybe that's a sponsor. For uh, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe so. it's a huge integration. Keep yeah, it's a low-calorie version. It sounds like a, a government summit. So it's been, spe- right. it's been spe- it's not like There's like the G8, and there's yeah. like the, the G whatever, and there's like the G2. It's just a couple of guys getting coffee. Yeah, they hang out, you know, talk policy. <laughs> so according to uh, Wikipedia, Andromeda is scheduled for Q1 2017 with an initial release date of March 2017. So I guess it's not confirmed. It's I'm kind of so curious rumor. about how... Uh, so, okay. These games are going to be made to uh, be playable on not just 4K machines, but legacy machines the current generation ps4 and uh and like the xbox consoles so the major difference between the two really though is going to be texture size for 4k you're going to need much larger textures to make everything not look crappy when it's at a higher resolution that's going to eat up a lot of disk space i wonder if you're going to have to 
uh, I mean, assuming physical media is still going to continue to be a thing, I wonder if you're going to have to like download a expanded 4K texture, texture pack. pack. Well, that's yeah. a, that is a, the interesting thing about a lot of that too is that we're already like we're we're kind of bumping the edge of Blu-ray capacity, right? Mm, so. Maybe. Are we? I mean, I thought they were something like forty like 50, gigabytes. I think it's Is fifty to a hundred dual layer. It's something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the dual oh, layer. Right, dual, dual layer throws me off a little bit. But you know, with four K textures, then theoretically being four times the size of a ten eighty P texture, would we be looking? I mean, like games are already insane. We're talking about fifty gigabyte, fifty gigabyte game downloads, and that's just without thinking about it. Are we looking at two hundred now? Oh, definitely. Yeah, they're going to be. Twice the size, at least, right? It depends on how they decide to, to optimize. I mean, with uh, texture sizes are not necessarily scalable exactly at resolution. So just because you go from 1080 to 4K doesn't mean necessarily every texture needs to make that transition, especially if they're repeatable. Um, you can probably build in some tricks around the shaders to tweak it so that it looks 4K and, and, and is okay at 4K with your like secondary textures. But like your hero textures, yeah, you're going to need... 4K representations at reasonably unpixelated uh, quality, near near to lossless as you can get. So that said, there are a lot of games on PC now that support 4K that are not noticeably larger in overall disk space than their 1080p counterparts. I would imagine some of those are just skating by with not really updating to 4K textures, like upscaled kind of. Pretty much. I mean, you can get away with it. Uh, but if you want to start making true 4K content that really makes use of being at 4K, you're going to have to update all your assets to yeah, accommodate yeah. for that. Okay, so confirmation, way. and I, you know, I apologize to people that are listening to this like days after when I'm sure everything is very settled, but um, the PS4 Pro will not include 4K Blu-ray support. Okay, period. So, End of discussion. Period. Screw you, Full whoever's lying to me on Twitter and make it, trying to make me look stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, but well, it's just like an article went up. Apparently, was mistaken. Pulled it back down. Okay, there we so go. So that just you know, like the elite controller at Target. Yeah, I mean the the event only ended uh, like an hour ago. So this sort of thing is going to probably continue oh let's for make a, a wild while. rumor real quick. Oh okay okay uh rumor well, the PS4 Pro yeah uh, is going to play Xbox games. <laughs> <That's a good laughs> uh, I'm go. going to say you can use the top slot as a stapler. That might work. Mm. Someone really liked that. <laughs> hey, thank you. Uh, I, I would say it's going to uh, make the most delicious club sandwiches in the world. <gasps> it already is a the, club the sandwich. Also, it used to look like a form and grill. It's also a panini press. Yeah. So, <gasps> there you go. You, just like you can use the heat. Up. That's how you cool it. You cook food with it. This is a great idea. Bacon dissipates the heat. Sandwich, yes. Sandwich cooling. They like their systems looking like grills. Because <laughs> the PlayStation 3 looked like a George Foreman grill. It Let's did. not forget that. So oh, this way, you like don't need to. You never need to leave your console. It will also feed you. It nourishes your soul and <laughs> like body. Going. This, it's uh, actu it's in, actually extra helpful for when you're in VR. In a future update, you'll be able to uh, download food packs. Ah. Food packs through and, the and internet. And 3D three D print uh. your food. Into your mouth. DLF, downloadable food. Yeah. Um, do you think, okay, so the $400 price point, do you think they had to control that pretty tightly just because they're also going to try and sell you a, a, a PlayStation VR on top of that? Yes. I think that uh, one of the things that that has them getting this out right now, as opposed to waiting a little bit longer and beefing it up even more with more time as the as 
the price of technology comes down is that this will be a huge help for PlayStation VR. They didn't talk about VR a lot in the cons or in the in the conference, but they did mention that uh, PlayStation VR will have better frame rates with the Pro. It's still really hard to say Pro. I would just want to call it the Neo. I didn't realize until today that they were using all Matrix code names because VR was Morpheus <laughs> mm -hmm. and then the yeah. Pro was Neo. See, I, I also oh. like Morpheus as a name. I think that's I know. really awesome. Yeah, that never occurred to me and you blew my mind when you said that earlier. So, uh, yeah. What, what, just, what would you say? Reenact this for us. What does Ryan's mind look like when it's being blown? <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> um... So and then the, the other thing that happened today, the other conference, of course, was the Apple conference, which, of course, traditionally does not matter at all for gaming. But they had Miyamoto up on stage announcing a new Super Mario game for, for iOS. Well, it's it's also going to be on Android. Apparently. First for iOS and then yeah. later for Android. These stupid exclusives. Jealous. But, uh, I'm Super Mario Run. Just like it's gonna be all the rage for a week. Zombie DLC. Hey, right, it's look, out right look, now. Look, if a week is all they need days. to make hundreds of millions of dollars, I'm sure they'll take it. Yeah. Wait, that's the name, Super Mario Run. Yeah, yeah. It's um, so <laughs> it's it's kind of along the lines of an endless runner, but not really. Yeah. Uh, Mario's got the one speed, and it's just like tap to jump and all that. You compete with uh, friends for high scores. So it's you're always running. You're always running. Yeah. I mean, it is. Yeah. It's kind of. It, it's with their philosophy, like it meets the philosophy that Nintendo oh, is taking go. with mobile, which is that they don't want to perfectly replicate their console experiences. They want to complement them and get people interacting with their IP and with their franchises and then get them to like step it up to proper consoles and hardware. Mm -hmm. Like I, I like the most interesting thing, uh, the most interesting early test for that is going to be sales of Pokemon Sun and Moon after the success of Pokemon Go. Yeah. Because the 3DS sales, I think I recall hearing, went up after Pokemon Go came out and became a huge success. I think because it reconnected a lot of older Pokemon fans with the franchise and now they're getting back into it. Yeah, and I think sense. they're hoping to do the same thing with Mario. So I think that that, this was, that was probably the biggest shock of the Apple conference, honestly, was seeing Miyamoto come out onto stage and, <laughs> and do this presentation. And when he was talking about it, you know, you mentioned that it's, a, it's an endless runner. He mentioned as one of the features that you can play the game one-handed. Then he gave examples of what you could do with your other hand while playing the game. So <laughs> you could use your hand and hold on to uh, uh, while you're on a subway car. Or you could eat a hamburger. I was like, what's a weird thing to say? Yeah. I was like, or you could just masturbate. Yeah, play with flops. Jump. I mean, that's like what, if, <laughs> like, what if that becomes like a challenge? Like, who can get the best time while also masturbating? <laughs> who makes Isn't it there first, you... Mario or me? <laughs> Let's go. Who you finishes, who finishes first? Who finishes first? <laughs> Damn it. I was so close. Um, uh, ben, one time on Twitter, uh, is correcting me. He says 4K is a little bit more than two times 1080p, not four. That is correct. I get. Thrown it's off like with the move from like 720 to 1080. No, no, it's it's about four is because four? you're you're not just it's, going. It is top technically and called quad HD. Right. So it depends though on the 4K standard you're talking. Right. About. There are multiple standards. Typically, yeah. it's much closer to four than two. Okay. I Suck the it, Ben. Like you're, right. you're right. That is true the, for the vertical scan lights, but then there's also just progressive. Oh, yeah. The, the horizontal. Yeah. I was looking at 8K recently. Where's the 8K systems? Dude, Who knows that? We're that's not, we're, that's we're actually, not ready. It'll okay. actually be coming out soon. The uh, the 2020 Tokyo Olympics are going to be broadcast over the air in an 8K resolution. No shit. Nintendo really? was on yeah. that too. It's going to be the, the, yeah, the closing ceremony. 8K. Ceremony. I, yeah, I don't want to see everywhere. The Tokyo Olympics resolution on a human. I don't want to look at a human in 8K. 
I'm not. I'm not ready for 8K. It's it's worse than looking at a human in real life, right? I mean, when you somehow putting that on a screen with the lighting and everything, it's just like here is. It's yeah, much. it's way too it's much. It's like looking at someone What's under a microscope. What, 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 what how much that? P we on here? That's, oh, that's just a 1080. 1080. Yeah, we're at 1080p. That's all the P's we need. That's it. That's uh, good. Yeah. <laughs> the YouTube will actually uh, play 8K, but the only oh really? I, I think so. It doesn't run well. Wow. Um, and the only scenario i've seen it useful in and maybe i'm maybe i'm just thinking 4k is 360 video because that's mm. where you're still only looking at a portion even at 8k you're, you're not looking at a lot you're maybe 720 it was filling your screen but it's much better than if you're running a 1080 video in 360 i see uh, an article here from about a year ago that is headlined 8K video arrives on YouTube. Good luck trying to play it. Yeah. I think there was like one video, and it was the 360 video, and it was just like an airport. And I couldn't play it on our work connection here, which is pretty fast on a computer with a pretty good graphics card. 8K or full ultra HD. Full ultra. <laughs> F-U-H-D. Yep. For those of you who track at home. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Uh, I like how we invited one of the foremost like Xbox players to talk about PlayStation and Apple. Well, today, I'm just here trolling. That's yeah, all. that's cool. <laughs> well, today yeah. was a big PlayStation. Sony day. A lot of uh, a lot of PlayStation news. <laughs> that's yeah. true. We can't, we can't you came on the wrong day. Yeah. Right? Xbox has been a little bit quiet. You haven't lately. played a PlayStation since like 2003. <laughs> I, I like PlayStation for their exclusives. Well, I, yeah. I, 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 well, do I have the perfect segue for you then? <laughs> hey, Firewatch is coming out to the Xbox One. It is. Uh, is it next month? Uh, this month. And they're going to have a new mode available exclusively first on the Xbox One that's later going to come to the PS4 or PC. Exclusively you first. made the same face I picture I made when I got when I heard Firewatch had a okay. new mode. What mode? Yeah, what mode? Yeah. Like, how, how do you add a mode to that game? Wait, so do we not know what it is? Hold on, hold on, I, I, hold on. I, I, okay, uh, I, do, okay. I do know. Do you want to guess? Story mode? No, it's already a story mode. Uh, I'm in one that actually added one. I like this. I like okay, the now the what that I, was clearly not delivered cuttingly enough. I apologize. <laughs> oh, I get it now. Yeah, you you didn't like. I forgot you didn't like the ending. Uh, the only thing that would make sense to me to tack into that game is like some kind of survival mode, multiplayer, co-op, battle mode. I don't what? even know what the game is. Survival. Yeah. Versus. Who Against can burn what? down more forests? Just, just live. No, no versus. You just. Live like Minecraft. You just live on the mountain. It's free Forever. roam. Free roam. Free roam. So, so you can explore the park and just can, take pictures. Can you not do that already? Well, it's like with no sort time or like without failing oh, a quest okay, gotcha. or anything like that. It'd you be like just, Dead Rising where you no longer have to worry about people calling you all the damn time. Right. Got just it. Turn off all objectives and just go out and wander. Just it seems si like silence your phone mode. I'm oh. kind of sad that I don't get to now wander around eating pine cones. To be honest, I'm pine sure cones. you can try and eat pine cones. Good. If you can eat, can you eat pine cones? You just cones? put the peanut butter on them. I, all <laughs> I remember is I stole that dude's candy bar that I found in the uh, the stand. Well, yeah. I mean, who wouldn't? Right. That's what it's there for. <laughs> um, so um, I bet it, that'll be an easy thousand for you though. Whenever yeah, so that, that, that's why I bring I bring it up. It's a fairly short game, five yeah. hours maybe, if that. We uh we played a game for Game Club uh for this month called Never Ending Nightmare. It came out on, did it, no, it hasn't PS4's come out for Xbox. not on Xbox yet. Potentially will come out on Xbox One. It'll be the most depressing thousand gamer score you ever most get. Most depressing, what happens? It's not, no, look, Bad maybe you get the happy ending. Bad stuff. No, there could be good stuff. It's the, like, even getting to the happy ending is pretty, well, it's All not right, my it game club, it's fine. it starts with you murdering someone. Maybe. Agree to disagree. Probably. Might be a dream. Yeah, <laughs> you don't know. Could be psychosis. Anyway. 
Yeah, we'll, we'll talk at length about it uh, game during Game Club, which is uh, immediately after the patch. Um, then the, one of the other stories I want to talk about, I just have like a list of a few things, is someone... Did you make your own patch notes? I did. As opposed to the other patch yeah. notes? Okay. I, I was my, like, where is all this coming from, cool. Gus? I have my, uh, my old, I like the old patch format. notes. Okay, fine. I'll mail them to me. I'm a, uh, Gus is rebelling I'm a stickler here. for the old way. <laughs> um, so someone on YouTube decided to try to walk halfway around a planet in No Man's Sky to determine what the size of planets on No Man's Sky like are. Like, how long would it take to uh -huh. traverse the planet? Um, Did he pick a small one? Circumnavigate. He, he, he picked one that met certain criteria. Since And he sets this up at the beginning. You know, the mm -hmm. game is broken because you can't set your own waypoints. Right. There's no yeah, real compass. Broken so he picked navigating. a decently sized planet where he could see other planets in the sky to help kind of guide him. That way uh -huh. he knew he was walking in a certain direction. Uh, and he ended up estimating it was about 11 hours and 50 minutes to walk halfway around the planet. And he, est he extrapolated that if you're walking at 3.1 miles an hour, that means that the planet was about 74 miles in diameter. Oh. Huh. Which oh, is planet. tiny. But there were some problems. And he admits it. Like, he has another, like, making of video where he talks about, like, well, you know, there's really no waypoint system. I kind of just had, you know, to uh -huh. try to do this. And... And you know, then he gets like a quarter of the way around a planet, then starts trying to use a speed mod to finish it. And then that just kind of screws things up a little bit. But he got a solid quarter done and then kind of further extrapolated. Just by from judging from the positions of the, the other planets. Yes. Well, it's kind of, okay. While it's shitty that it was a small planet, and hey, I know everybody likes <coughs> to not like No Man's Sky right now. The cool thing is that he could actually do that. Yes. That he could that circumnavigate. He, that he could look up and judge by positions of astrological bodies where he was on that planet. That's cool. Yes. yes. But it's not just a skybox. Yeah, well, people do weird so things in this game. It may, yeah. may, maybe. That's well, about all there is to do <laughs> in that game. It's just what it be weird. Well, let, let me get let, real weird. Let me burst it. your bubble a little bit then. Yeah. Okay. If it were a real planet that he was using for navigation, the planet would, would have moving. been moving. Well, in the 11 old, hours, the, the, the only, may not have gone far. There, 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 there was exactly? movement, uh -huh. but the only movement was from him walking. The planet rose and went over instead of drifting That's in fair. another size. side There is well. no orbital path for these things. Correct. It was just there. I mean, you know, that said, hmm. I don't think we need, in that game, you don't need a planet to actually be real size. You just need to be able to wander around as much as you like right, on nobody's any given planet. do that. Right. Yeah. It's like if you can walk it for 24 hours in that direction before you come back to where you were, that's fine. I wonder, did he pick a smaller planet or was it one of the bigger ones? It, it seemed like it was in the middle. It didn't seem... Okay. He picked an average There was nothing Joe extraordinary planet. about it. He also had to use a mod. He's obviously, he played on PC if he's using mods. He had to use a mod to stop... Uh, resource consumption. So he didn't have to constantly uh. collect resources and feed mm -hmm. his life support system. Uh, so, I mean, there was also that. I don't think that would affect, you know, no. really his speed. He was just trying to get through. And it, it, was, it, was, it was interesting. I thought it was, it was an interesting idea. Yeah. On a related note, did you guys see No Mario Sky? <laughs> the, the fan mashup that, that some people put out. So, um, I don't know if it was like a, like a statement or just, I think they did it for a game jam, honestly, where uh, some indie developers took the idea of this um, this ge procedurally generated game and then applied it to Mario. So Mario has a ship, he can fly around, he can land on a planet, and then that planet is a procedurally generated kind of uh, Mario level. It's really cute, actually. It's a, it's a kind of an ingenious idea and a, a very fun implementation. 
immediately DMCA'd by Nintendo. No surprise. Yeah. No, which is not remotely surprised. The developers Just stop calling it Mario. It was coming, and they they go. also called the enemies Goombas. And they uh, they immediately just like changed the name of the game to DMCA Sky anyway. Like they knew it was coming. And yeah. then they changed the enemy name too, from Goombas to Moombas. Yeah. Yeah. All you have to do is call it Molido or anything. Just change a couple letters, right. and then you're avoiding the trademark. Pig Latin. It's Mario. really cute. There you go. Look at him in space. So, like, it's actually a lot of fun, but that's uh, only one of the games that Nintendo's gone after recently. You know, it was a while back they went after Pokemon Uranium, the fan game that was developed by fans for, like, nine years. Uh, but last week, they actually issued a DMCA takedown notice to 562 fan games on this site Damn. called Jolt, which is, like a, like, a hub for fan games, specifically. Mm -hmm. Games that were, I guess, infringing on, I think it was Mario, Zelda, and Pokemon specifically. Like games that people had made like that. Or uh, there was one, um, someone made an, like an Undertale Legend of Zelda mashup. Like the Undertale characters, um, like Sans, came into the Legend of Zelda world. And it's just, you know, kind of like, kind of fun, mm -hmm. cheeky stuff like that. And uh, people were really upset about it because... Uh, you know, there's like their fan games. They worked really hard on this. Just let them do what they want. Uh, meanwhile, Nintendo's trying very hard to protect their trademarks. Yes. All right, fans. I have a solution for you. This will solve all your problems from now on. Everyone listen up. Everybody focus listen in. Listen close. Okay. Get a piece of paper if you need to. As a community, Nintendo fans, you guys need to just agree to some generic non-trademark infringing versions of these characters like Lario and Muigi. Princess Mango. There you go. Make it a canon so that everybody because the problem with it if you if everyone individually is like I'm gonna call it Lario I'm gonna call it Mari A. Uh, is, Maria? Maria. There you go. <laughs> Mari A. Mari -A. <laughs> <laughs> is how do you search for it? Like I want to find uh, maybe I want to find a, a Mario game that's not made by Nintendo. How do I find it? Just I want to said nobody ever. Apparently there was 562 games full of that all content. Right, all right. Well, I mean, I like I actually get the fan games to some degree. It's uh, I look at it a little bit like game mods, where it's a way for indie developers to kind of cut their teeth mm -hmm. in development using frameworks that are already there. Yeah. So whether they're kind of recreating and using the genre tropes and physics and trying to emulate a game that already exists in order to learn how that all works. So like training wheels. Yeah, yeah it's like training wheels. Well, that's great. Just as a community, come up with a standardized set of those not trademark infringing characters. And so we'll all know what you're really making a game about. Yeah, You'll know what you're making and, a game about. We'll know what you're making you a game it, about. you say it, you go, wink. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wink. wink. That's it. That's all you have to do. And then they can't take your game down anymore until they figure out a way to legally do it. Well, even so, they may have no interest in it. There's a game called Escape from Lavender Town, which is like a creepypasta uh, Pokemon fan game that was fine because it doesn't say Pokemon. It was fine for like, not La saying Lavender It was fine. No, 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 it's fine. It was fine for not yeah. saying Pokemon. Um, okay. Uh, you know, because Lavender Town is a, a town in Pokemon. It is a thing, but it's not saying Pokemon Escape from Lavender Town. There you go. Just, so they just left it off. Yep. Just keep a, a very ten, tangential cr connection to your source material, but not exact copying. Yes. I wonder, like, you know what would be fun is, like, the Nintendo Extended Universe. The NEU? The NEU, exactly, yes. Uh, it, they can call it just NEU. No, 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 no. Don't do that. 
Don't do that. That's bad. Because it's got Nintendo in it. Because yeah, well, no, then Nintendo's like once Nintendo. Let's say okay, fans create this alternate universe where we have Lario, and Lario has a bunch of games and Maria and Maria that are doing great. And then Nintendo's like, hey, we're going to incorporate all your hard work into our fan uh, like extended universe. Now it's trademarked. Now it's all ours. DCMA at all. DMCA. Whatever. DCMA all of it. Take that shit. Take that shit. Speaking of Nintendo, am I the only one that wants them to go like third party? Like console? Or away? They're one of the only platforms that tends to make money on their hardware. And... The 3DS, even though it's not selling as well as it used to, is still a huge moneymaker for them. I don't see them giving up their hardware business. That's because they package a TI-82 well, into console a con- only, console maybe. shell and sell console it for only, maybe. $200. Right, and then they can sell you every game they've ever made on it through emulation, like through their virtual console. Here's the thing. It's, it's brilliant. A great, it's a great hook because what they do is they just resell new consoles to successive generations of people that already could afford it back in the day. You're just selling it to people that have already grown up and they're like, oh, now it's nostalgia. And it's like those people that have nostalgia have the money to buy the console again. Mm-hmm. So it's a market of people with money. It's great. Yeah, it's a great idea. Yeah, I, got, I, I want to read this here. All right. uh, I want to remind everyone this episode of The Patch is also brought to you by NatureBox. I could really go for some NatureBox right now. Uh, tired of eating the same bland food while trying to stay healthy? NatureBox is over 100 snacks for that. Making smarter choices doesn't mean you have to eat boring food. NatureBox makes snacks that are full of flavor and none of the junk. NatureBox makes over 100 ridiculously delicious snacks that they source from all over the world for you to choose from. They have great ones like lemon tea biscuit, jalapeno cashews. Those are really good. Uh, NatureBox makes it really easy to find the snacks you want without questioning what's in them. Plus, they're constantly adding new and interesting snacks for you to discover. NatureBox believes you shouldn't eat something you don't like. So if you try a snack you don't like, they'll replace it in your next box for free. You can't do that with your other snacks. Go to naturebox.com slash thepatch right now. Get two bags of delicious snacks without any of the junk for free. That's naturebox.com slash the patch for two bags of free snacks. We love our nature box here at Rooster Teeth. We oh my god. It's a nature box. Nature snacks. box. And it, we it, got it, the and it just showed up. Oh, Do is it sealed? Good? No, it's it's not sealed. Okay, good. Uh what do we got? Thank you. Double berry fruit peels. I haven't seen those before. What? Uh whole wheat blueberry figgy bars. Those are good. Those are good. Uh, oh, the peanut butter nom noms. Those are always really popular. I noticed that Gus is not sharing them around. Yeah, uh, whole wheat vanilla like, animal cookies later. And Thai later. coconut curry peanuts. Oh, that sounds really good. Here, sorry. Yeah. That's... The nom noms are staying here, though. Oh. I'll share them in a bit. I'm going to try. I'm really nom-noms. hungry. I'm going to try the animal cookies. Oh, damn it. That's what I was going for. What we got here? I will, I'll There's pass no them down in a second. In There's no diet coke. There might be. I'm no. going to impolitely chew one of them Big and bars. then I will I'll pass them. I'll just pick the nom because they're not crunchy. I have no such manners. Pass it down. <laughs> so I'll just fly across the room. Oh, oh yeah. Give me that. Okay. Uh, feel much better now. Um. So um, I can definitely see the appeal of Nintendo as a third-party developer. I wouldn't say that um, Sega is a great example of that happening. And I'd be worried that something similar would happen where... Once they have less control over, like they still have control of their games, but once they have less control of like the hardware and and everything, because like they seem to develop pretty tightly for their hardware experiences, oh. that they would, I don't know, like either just resort to like <coughs> re-releasing all their old stuff and not make new stuff, or that the quality would go down. Well, we'll I see. I mean, see Super Mario Run is an, like an initial example of them making software to run on another platform on That's other true. hardware. That's very true. Uh, but I mean, that being said, I feel like the Apple ecosystem is a lot more t- is very tightly controlled. 
uh, much like a console. Oh yeah, which is probably why they're launching there first, as opposed to as opposed to Android, where you know your hardware is a little more fragmented. It's maybe a little more very difficult well to optimize. With the Nintendo philosophy. Apple right. and Nintendo are very similar in their. Is Apple though. big in Japan? That's a good question. Okay, uh, sure. I, when the last time I was there, I, it seemed like I saw quite a few iPhones. I mean, they're uh, during the Apple conference today. They announced specifically that they're adding uh, a Japanese NFC spec to iPhones sold there for payment and contactless. That's only used in that region. So I would assume it's a big it's a big enough region to warrant a custom unit just for that. And enough to Huge announce there. that with their main iPhone Seven announcement. And have Miyamoto come out on stage. But I guess that, that Nintendo as a brand has enough crossover between. Uh, between the countries. Did you notice anything about the, I mean, I didn't catch the specs on the iPhone 7. Was there anything in particular about it that lends itself to mobile gaming that might be kind of... I mean, they did the typical buzzword stuff, you know, CPU's 40% faster. Like, uh, it's graphics. as powerful as a console. But how many teraflops? Graphics processing, I want to say, was 50% uh, increased. So, I mean... So many percentages. And they actually did have a gameplay demo, and they talked specifically about games for a little while, which I want to say is a little unusual. I mean, they've done some, they've touched on gameplay every now and then, but it's definitely not something that comes up every time. Um, I feel like they use games in that context just because games are something that are understood to require a lot of power to run well, mm-hmm. even you know by by anyone who's remotely tech savvy. So they go, look at all how well it does games. That means everything else is also very good, you know, because they're not going to be like, look how awesome we do Excel. Yeah, it can run Doom. <laughs> oh, I, I was really minutes. excited the other day because I realized that Excel on my Mac finally upgraded to a 64-bit edition. <laughs> <laughs> I was so happy because I have like one spreadsheet that's like a nightmare. It's like pushing the memory limit Dude, on 32-bit. The word limit is twice the size. I know. I'm never going to have trouble with that spreadsheet again. <laughs> Get some numbers. <laughs> Get some pivot tables or whatever they're called. Yeah. The, the, the problem, honestly, with the 32-bit version is you only had a... F- a certain number of rows you could get to before you ran out of memory, and now don't have to worry about that anymore. Wow, that is some exciting stuff. I, I almost Excel. tweeted about it. I was so <laughs> happy when I saw like the little splash screen. It's like Excel 64 bit. I was like, yes. you know, I saw I caught part of the Apple thing, and they were talking about there's a whole section on some kind of like first time this is our live collaborative spreadsheet thing. I was like, who the hell would want to see this? Now I know. No, spreadsheet. The, <laughs> oh no, no, it was it was a collaborative like PowerPoint. Oh, even yeah. better. Nobody gives a fuck about he's, that. He's Spreadsheets, though. Yeah. Um, Collaborative PowerPoint. Those PowerPoint nerds. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. And it, was, it wasn't even Jerks. PowerPoint. It was like their With version. Their design uh, sense or whatever. Pages. Right. Yeah, um, it, was, it, was their, it was their version of it, which I don't, I don't use. One other topic I wanted to bring up for this week that's um, <clears throat> kind of been a hot button issue is, I don't know how familiar you guys are with um, Ark Survival Evolved. Oh. Uh, so it is an early access game from Wildcard Studios. It's a uh, you know it's a survival multiplayer game. You can tame dinosaurs and ride them and stuff, which is awesome. Uh, but it's an early access game. It's been out for uh, December. L- it came out What's December? your game score in that game? Zero. It doesn't Zero. have any. Oh, it doesn't have it's still in game preview. They some don't. That's the, right. They don't have some of them do, but that one hasn't yet. I think it's going to have some soon. But. Okay. Don't you get those with the DLC that they just put out? Yeah. Which maybe you probably that could be true. Not, that, yeah. Oh no! Uh, but yeah, the thing is, it's early access. The game's not done. It's not published. But they just released paid DLC, DLC for, for it, it anyway. Well, how much is the paid DLC? Just out of curiosity, twenty. Damn. We gotta so, imagine a game like that in the game preview. Mm-hmm. It's gonna sell more when it comes out than it mm-hmm. will when it's actually released because it's already in the store. Right. And most people are going to be like, 
I'm going to buy the game. Like, it sold like a million or something mm-hmm. on Xbox. So, like, when they actually come out with the game, how many people are going to buy it then? When they're like, it's, it's done now. Mm-hmm. So now they're just holding on to people's money and can do what they want. So what you're saying, the DLC is kind of a big fuck you to everybody. I think it's a little bit shady business because... That seems really the, shady. The game is... How much um, is the original game? <laughs> Uh, the original game, it's been so it was on sale on Steam earlier this week. Let me see. Well, on on okay, yeah, no. Um, so let Let's me see. It's regular sale, price. Like it's it, about thirty. Thirty. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's normal price is something like thirty. So well, here's the here's the thought. Okay, so let's say but right it's now 30. it's eighteen. Right now it's eighteen. Normally it's thirty. The DLC is twenty. So fifty dollars. It's about standard for a full game price. Right. If they were to then release it eventually, at which they have indicated that the DLC. Uh, brings them very close, or at least close to a workable release version. It was weird the way they. It was oddly phrased. Said it though, the yeah. way it was phrased made it seem like the polish level of the DLC yeah. and the um, like the the smoothness of the gameplay, that kind of thing, was what they intended for the finished game. It didn't seem to say the content. That's well, fair. It didn't seem to say that like that was intended for their full release, uh-huh. that it was DLC, but will play much more like what the retail release should play so, like. Okay. Well, well, I, have not, I have not played Ark. Wait, before, okay. before you do that, let me finish the, what I was okay. going to okay. ask, though. So, 30 bucks for that, 20 bucks for the DLC. That's yep. a standard game price between the two of them. Let's say then, then turn around and release the game that includes both components at $50 mm-hmm. or yeah, which is or forty nine ninety nine, which is typical Steam full game purchase price. So, is it still a bad deal then? Because you're getting a full game. I I wouldn't find that to be unreasonable. What I find to be a little bit shitty is that this is a game. the The philosophy of early access, right, is that people can pay their money ahead of time, have access to the game as it's being developed, and the developers are then pre funded with the game. They're they're receiving money to make the game that they're working on as right. opposed to yeah. uh, funding it themselves and then making the money back. Right, well, it's like that, this, they're, they're double dipping, essentially. Yeah, they're double dipping. But there's a bigger question there, though. So, uh, again, this, taking it back to the price, if they were selling the original game for 30 bucks, that's less than what they would probably sell it for if they just went straight to a full game release. I would assume they would sell it for a standard forty nine ninety nine. So... Is there an obligation for people that are doing early access to sell a game for less than they would make if they sold it as a finished product? I don't well, think there's any obligation very, for that necessarily. No, it's very common actually for early access games to get more expensive as they get close to launch because the people who because are Minecraft, purchasing it then, well, yeah, yeah, people are getting more content and it's a more finished experience. And so they start low with the price to bring in those kind of early adopters who are willing to tolerate it rough. And then the price goes up as the game gets closer to a launch version and they're therefore launch price. No problem with that. But it concerns me that they set aside resources like the time and people to work on this other DLC using funding from people who were paying them to work on the main game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't you feel if you buy into this game to begin with, you would get any and all updates? Not necessarily. I don't, so? I, I don't have a game? problem with DLC <laughs> they, specifically. They, I just feel like they should have waited to start work on something until they finished the game that people were that funding. Sense, yeah, right. Essentially, they've pre-ordered a game that is still not finished, and then they're now trying to be marketed and sold like another thing. As well. Well, that's again. I, I'm inclined to agree with that. I just am. If it was a messaging issue about how they ordered it, it could have made sense to me that 
if they are still working towards what their ideal finished game was, that may be including the original and the DLC, what they're calling DLC at this point, and they're going to sell it for a price that is the aggregate of the two, they may have badly missed on the messaging of that, but I could see how that is potentially mm -hmm. just them delivering on the game that will be a finished product. Hold, I'm sorry, badly message. Hold on. You oh say that. What is, One what, of the developers happened? responded. No, stop talking, developer. <laughs> I almost bailed you out of that shit. No, this is, this is not going to work. Retroactively um, close your damn mouth. Um, Go talk to your marketing department. You have people who are <laughs> trained for this. You're, hold on. The, the sum of this is your entire post screamed of rage because you were too cheap to pony up $20 for a game mm. worth 60 which we undercharged for in the first place. I mean, oh, that's shit. what I was getting at, but still, you don't have to say it like an yeah. asshole. You did undercharge for your game initially. The game that you're going to eventually deliver, I would hope, would be worth 60 bucks or 50 if you're typically selling things on the not on a marketplace that's going to take a larger chunk. Though I don't know, Steam probably takes a pretty good bite out of things, too. I imagine they do. It's just, like, this kind of thing makes me, one, it bothers me that it feels like they're double dipping mm -hmm. with, with people who've already funded them on an unfinished product. But two, that... It makes it feel like they're using, they're only staying in early access to screen themselves from criticism. Hmm. Because people point. will give early access games a pass on stuff that doesn't play well. Like the game is not amazingly optimized on PC. <clears throat> a lot of people have trouble running it even on good hardware. And that's fine because it's early access. But it's not so early access that they didn't start working on DLC for it. Here's a real conspiracy theory. Do you think they're just keeping it in early access and hoping that uh, graphics hardware catches up to the point where it's optimized without they the just don't have to optimize? Yeah, yeah. It's like, that the, runs great now. That might be the, the case. Maybe they're waiting for the PS4 Pro and the Scorpio. And yeah. they're like, hey, problem solved. No need for further optimization. I don't think that's made it to PlayStation yet, has it? Oh, has it not? No, Arc has it? Really? It's on Xbox. I don't know yeah. if it is. Yeah, it's on Xbox. It's on, I don't think it's uh, on let me PlayStation look up. just yet. But what I meant was, when it's still in game preview, and you buy and you pay into that, I think you should get any and all updates. Not, I mean, if if it, you know, I would agree if with it's that. Up like until up to the launch, launch point, and then they bring out some more stuff. <coughs> right. Then you got to pay in. But I could see as that. it's still being made, you think you would get all the content. Uh -huh. Yeah, Anything I would. I would agree that with that. Your money has paid to make. Right. So it is... Uh, Assuming that all their money is coming from crowdsourcing, right. yes. which it may not be. And, and I don't know if it's out already, but it says that it is coming to PlayStation 4 and at, the game will launch with support for PlayStation VR. Interesting. Wow, okay. It's, let's see, scheduled for release Does the on current PlayStation 4 have VR support? In 2016. Oh, um, it says the game will launch with support for Oculus Rift and PlayStation VR. So but I don't know if it's, if it's in there yet. Right. Uh, maybe they're again. There could be any number of reasons. Maybe they need. Maybe the they just needed twenty extra dollars from everybody. Well, okay. I mean, to um, to give them a little bit of a break, um, <coughs> they did just settle a lawsuit for forty million dollars. Ooh! Oh, got to pay those lawyers. So, um, because the um, the lady who runs the studio is married to a guy who left his former studio, and they accused him of violating his non-compete oh, and setting oh. her up as the head of this company while he secretly worked on this game mm -hmm. that he wasn't supposed to be working on. Uh, so they settled the lawsuit for, I think the initially the his former employer was going for like hundreds of millions, but they settled for 40 million. Well, this is a valuable dude. But, well, I mean, it's... Boy, his uh, brain space. Let me look up mm -hmm. what That's the guy I worked on before, because it's actually the previous studio was not huge, and I think Ark is a much bigger success, mm. So, which I think is why the studio is going So you're saying them. that he really was the talent then? 
Man, screw Einstein. We need this guy's brain in a jar somewhere. Um, while you look that up, we're almost out of time. So while you look that up, there was one other story I wanted to mention real fast. The Lindsay Lohan lawsuit against Rockstar is <laughs> finally done, finally thrown out. It's not her. It's someone else. So I think it went all the way up to like a state Supreme Court before they finally said no. And The only thing I'll say about her, will she sue us? No, she might. No, okay. she's really desperate for about any money she can get at this point. Uh, I will. I, the one thing I'll say about that is I thought that was ridiculous, but I guess she posted a picture of her doing a very similar pose. <clears throat> I don't know if the picture existed before the art was done, mm -hmm. but it was enough where I was like, it's a generic enough pose. It's a too. completely generic pose. It, the face does not look anything no. like her, but you could see like maybe someone was like, oh, I'll just copy that pose to, to make this art. Mm -hmm. But it's, again, not anywhere in, in the, the realm of close enough uh, likeness to be yeah. actionable and as a suit. not a unique pose by no. any stretch of the imagination. Not a unique pose. I think, well, her main argument was, too, not just the pose, but it, that the character followed some right. elements of her life. Like, remember the time Lindsay Lohan was caught getting bungholed over a <laughs> in a hotel courtyard table. and then got in the high speed and car then got chase. in a high speed chase. Yeah, yeah we all remember that. Everyone remembers that. Right? The mission where you're chasing her down with the camera. Yeah, yeah, that one. Okay. yeah that's yeah. everyone. No, that's not that. Lindsay yeah, Lohan. That's not the Lohan. state no, Supreme no, Court no, no. has yes. said that is not Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> well, based on uh, based on our earlier advice, all they would have had to do is change her name to like Minzy Mohan. There you go, then and you're it would have been fine. Not oh. trademarked. Did you find the old studio? I did. So the old studio was uh, was trendy. Uh, they're the developers behind Dungeon Defenders, mm. um, and they were arguing that uh, Jeremy Stieglitz uh, broke the non compete clause of his contract by working closely on Ark Survival Evolved um, when he wouldn't when he wasn't supposed to be working for anyone. I mean, that's not a bad uh, conspiracy theory that they really are kind of in financial straits, having to dole out 40 million dollars yeah. but it's still not yeah. like it's still not good for the it's not good for the industry it's not good I, yeah again for all the devil's advocate i've been playing like, I, I agree that it is not good step for the industry so just to do this launch the game just as say you said we're it not may not be ready anymore. to launch just, i mean that's what's worse to looking, launch a game okay. and have it completely be awful or to hold it and maybe, I mean, yeah, we, we've talked about this so many times. It can stay in game preview as long Jeez. as they want to leave yeah. it there. And it's it's they still a playable game. They charge for that. I, again, I agree. But at Devil's Advocate, it's still a playable game that a lot of people enjoy. <laughs> that is worth more probably than they were charging for it initially. Especially more than the $18 you can get it for on Steam right now. Um, it's, a, it's a good game. It's a valuable property that deserves to be successful. And if the company making it has to maybe do this to keep itself afloat because they've got themselves in a bad way. But maybe it's not the worst thing in the world. Maybe don't get super shitty at people who paid for your game already. That is absolutely And tell true. them that they're yeah. cheapskates Shut for not ponying up hold. for your DLC. <laughs> Close it. Well, we're out of time to wrap up. That's a dragon sense. Super cool. So uh, thanks for joining us, Ray. Thank you. Uh, thanks for having me. Thanks so much. I've got a lot of achievements watching this podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Listening, <laughs> watching. Yeah. Well, cool. We're all learning well, you, you can go back and watch yeah. this one and get you more achievements. <laughs> and uh, so stay tuned. If you're watching this live right now, uh, stay tuned for Game Club. Otherwise, if you're watching this on YouTube or on the website, then go look for Game Club. Never, never ending nightmare. <laughs> Bye. Bye. See you next week. See ya. Hello, hey. it's Game Club, and this week we're talking about never-ending nightmares. The it's all Ryan's fault. Shortest fifteen dollars I've ever spent in my life. Okay, it, it was brief, but it was good. Come it was, on, it was good. Thank it was you. weird, man. I have so, no idea where this came from, by for, the way. Well, you suggested it. Apparently, I did. Don't remember doing I, it. Yeah, I rewatched the uh, discussion about it at the end of last Game Club. I have no memory of it. And you were, and you were of like, yeah. eh?
So it, it seems like a very Ryan story, though, because it's insane. So for those who uh, are not aware of what Never Ending Nightmares is, it's a... Descent a side, into madness. Side-scrolling, <laughs> uh, basically pencil-drawn horror, psychological horror sure. game? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like it's it's very difficult to describe it because it doesn't have a lot of the traditional gameplay mechanics like. Um, well, it's got running story and it's got opening and that's and walking. Yeah, it's, there's there's that's pretty much it. There's running from monsters. Yeah. Uh, and then there's and sometimes walking opening from monsters. Doors, yes. And sometimes walking from monsters very carefully. And if you screw something up and you get attacked by a monster and you die, you just wake up in the nearest bed. I did like that. That. The, I felt like the penalty for death was very low. Right. You just basically restarted whatever little segment you were on. Yeah. You weren't like replaying a whole level. And it's level. usually not Which far is back. good because right. there, are, there are only a couple of enemy types in the game. It almost seems like enemy types mm -hmm. is the... It's almost like the wrong word for them because it makes it sound too much like a traditional game. Mm -hmm. uh, but there's really only, what, two or three. There's a giant baby man. Yeah, I love it. With one big arm? With, with one, one big arm. It's the left one. You'd think he'd be the right one. He must be left-handed. He's left-handed. Yeah. Uh, uh, so giant baby man, guy, straight jacket guy, and then little girl with, little the, girl knife. with the knife. Well, I suspect that there are different ones based on the branching path. It's got three different endings that you can potentially get. I didn't encounter the, there's the, uh, the d empty eye doll with the cleaver, but there's also an empty eyed you with an axe. Oh yeah, I totally found that guy. Uh, did I see that guy? That guy's the worst. So I don't that think guy, you see him unless um, you go the middle route. Okay. Right. So I guess I didn't see that guy. There's an interesting branching, um, it, like there's a branching story. So it goes, it's very linear up to a point. And then you, so you're, you, first of all, like you wake up and you go through almost like a series of like escalating nightmares or you're like coming up out of layers of inception of nightmares. And you're like, so you're just basically walking around this huge house. And the art style is very unique. You can tell it's done. Um, in a way to compensate for clearly a very small development team because it's all almost like pencil sketches and you're walking yeah. through pencil sketches of this but well creepy, yeah, this very, very creepy well mansion. Yeah. It's the really cool art style, honestly. I loved all the, the portraits on the wall. They were all Lots of ham. Creepy. Yeah. I, found, um, I found the portraits very interesting in that they're, they're, they're very limited, so you mm. pass the same ones again and again mm. in different frames or occasionally change just a little bit, which is extra freaky. Uh, but so you go through through that up to a point, and then all of a sudden you wake up in an asylum. Mm -hmm. Like that's the next layer of well, nightmare. I mean, I guess we should mention that, like the game starts with you killing a dark-haired female. Yes, your sister? your sister? Question mark. Well, question yeah, mark. your sister, yes. therapist, wife. Uh, Why not all three? Throughout the game, it, and interestingly enough, the endings are all non-canon to each other. So the relationship between you and that character changes may not be the same it's not like the happy ending it's like oh you got to the best ending for these characters oh, like, there's, no, sorry, there's a wait, totally different set of characters ending? there's, there's, a, there's happy a happy ending, ending? well the, yeah actually um the, so the middle ending the middle ending is is i'd say is neutrally say that's happy, happy. okay so oh, there's you a hear, better you're, you're going to hear us refer to it as top middle yeah. and bottom okay, because, because at the end when you finish the game they show what branches you took yeah. in the game and then you end up either at the top, middle, or bottom. So I finished on top. I've also finished on top because the at I least finished the branch in the middle. there. You hey. went the middle. So you jumped off there at the asylum, which is the, the no. no. So um, the way the branch works is initially you have one choice that will lead off into two different paths, and that is so you go through. You've gone through the mansion. You've gone through this whole asylum level. 
uh, you wake up and you're in a psychiatrist's office and she's like, eh, get out of here, which is very comforting uh, to hear from your psychiatrist who may or may not also be your sister wife. And uh, she says, get out of here. So you go on and you escape the asylum. Not like there are a whole lot of guards, just, just straight jackets. Just monsters. Straight jacket, blind yeah. straight jacket monsters. And uh, so you go out the door to this asylum and you're standing outside and there's a ledge. And that's where your first choice is. Your choice is to either jump off the ledge or turn around and go back in the asylum. I didn't realize there was a ledge. And I it's not necessarily either. turning back, it's there's another door up. Yeah. Oh, is Which there? Is where I, I, went, I went up. I didn't go back in. Wait, so okay. where did you go? I went back in. You went back into the to asylum. The I went back into the asylum. Oh, no, there was another door that was up. And yeah, I there, went was, there. It was like docking or loading or something if you went oh, up. Oh, I didn't go there. I went back in the asylum. It said deliveries. Mm. So what happened to you when you went I in that door? I think it's the same thing. You get like, you get immediately attacked you, you by that lady who like hamstrings you. Yeah, yeah in the neck. That was creepy. That she was attacks creepy. you, injects you, hamstrings you. Sister therapist, sister doctor wife. Yes. <laughs> uh, now, by the way, the, the there's a, there's like when you're going through the asylum, there's like cages and a, there's a doctor's office you go through every now and then. Uh -huh. I don't know if you paid attention to the pills in the doctor's office. Uh -huh. What, like the cyanide pills? Arsenic pills. Uh, there's oh, also arsenic. There what I think was cocaine and alcohol. Nice. Cocohol. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so that's it's the first choice. You can coke. go one of those two directions. But after coke, you've gone classic, those classic. two directions, um, two of the paths converge mm -hmm. again. So, so where did you wake up after you got knocked out? In the house. As? A spouse. Myself, as a spouse. As a spouse, okay. As, and the, the, the lady who I have seen Grizzly killed over and over again is like, what are you doing? Go back to bed. And no. I'm like, why am I in bed with you? You're my yeah. sister. So and she's you like, went, I'm go your get a wife. Glass, go get a glass go of milk. milk. And milk, then yeah. you walk through the biggest house in the world, furthest away from oh, yeah. a kitchen, to go get a glass of milk. Right. So you went Have up a sip and then, go and then down. <clears throat> yes. So if you walk off the ledge, because I, 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 my initial path was the same as yours, guys. So the topmost route, you end up waking up. That's when you, the wife, the sister therapist sister, becomes wife. Because you wake up next to her and she's your wife. And the ultimate end of that one is you are at your desk and you read a note about your daughter is dead and your wife has left you. Yes. Wait, that's the happy ending? That's the, the I would say that that is the least happy oh. ending. Oh, least happy. Yes, okay. that is okay. the worst. That that's, is, what, that's what I got. That is what also what I got. And then I went back and I got the same one that you got, which I would say is better than the dead daughter abandonment. One. Well, now I'm very curious to see the, what was the third one. So the middle one is you wake up because uh, did you ever get the, you wake the up, flash where you just like rip yes, an artery you're out of like, your arm? Yeah, yeah. There's another one where he like sticks a bar into his arm and breaks the. It's like he the pops the entire. Out. I didn't get one that. of the bones out of your. It's forearm. like it's super super gross. It happened to me. I fell in the floor like a whole bunch of times, and that was like what happened one of the times. So, uh, yeah, the middle one, the very ending is like, you wake up in a hospital bed, uh, your arms all cut to ribbons. And the girl, whatever relationship she is to you, is sitting by your bed crying. Saying, please wake up, please wake up, and then you wake up. And then up. you wake up. Uh, so, so that's what I thought everything was going to be, because throughout the game, there's like little hints. Like there's eye mm -hmm. charts that if you read them, they say everything is a lie. Yeah. And you see really? That I did not read I saw the eye charts in the, yeah, if you in the asylum, them, but I didn't actually read them. And then in them. blood on the wall, sometimes you see everything is a lie. And then you hear, if you, did you play with headphones, by the way? I played with one headphone. I did, yeah. You'll, I, you'll, you'll hear like, wake I, up whispered in your ear. Very, I did hear uh, wake repeatedly. up. I didn't hear that. Oh yeah, I, I heard, I heard it all that the a lot. time. I streamed it while I was doing it, so I didn't really. Uh, I, I mean, I was paying attention, but I guess I just missed it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it was. Um, there was that happened quite frequently, and more and more towards the end. Mm -hmm. I thought. So I thought in the end that was what the ending was going to well, be like. No, but. there's a better ending though. So that was, I would say, the neutrally 
in that I, everyone is alive. I feel like that alive. ending is better than the ending you and I got initially. Seems like it, yes. The third ending, that's what I'm looking for right now, is... Uh, okay, so the one that we got is called The Final Descent, which is you wake up at your desk and your daughter's dead and your wife has left you. The one that you and I got is Destroyed Dreams, uh, awakens in the hospital, and Gabby, either his sister or his wife. Sister wife. Yeah. Uh, the better ending is Wayward Dreamer. After waking up, a young Thomas goes to Gabby's room where he kisses his sleeping sister goodnight. Oh. What? I want that ending. That this is a much is better bullshit. ending. Right? Yeah. That's, uh, that seems to be the goal. Uh, not, none of us. Got. I just want to warn Gabby. She needs to watch out. Oh, because Thomas is not to be trusted. He's not okay. No, he's, he's, got, yes. he's got some issues. Got um, some serious issues. So I thought the game was fine. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Uh, I don't. It's think, very. I don't it's think very, it was fifteen dollars for fine. what it cost. It so, took about an hour and a half to beat. Um, I'd say for me it was about two hours. It took me a little while to figure out how to deal with the um, the straitjacket dudes. I tried running from them. Doesn't <laughs> work. You uh, get your throat pretty well ripped out. Uh, pretty well I, ripped out. And I also I got cleaved is, by myself a bunch of times. Time to beat myself. is like three hours, and that's for completionists. So yeah. if you were to do all the different endings. I did, uh, I streamed it start to finish, and it took me about two and a half hours to do two endings. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, so. no, you were saying that uh, now that we've beat the game, we can go back in and we start at the... Uh, at the point where we branch. You can select a branch point. Okay, good. Because, yeah, I, I'm curious to see the other endings. Now I want to get the good ending, mm -hmm. but I do not want to play all the way through the house and the asylum again to get there. So you can jump right to the end of the asylum where I guess that's obviously the first branch point where mm -hmm. you go back in, you go north, or you jump off the edge. It's a jumping if, off point? If you It is. If you jump <laughs> off the edge, you wake up as a young Thomas. And you have to Young go through the Thomas. house again as a little no, boy, dragging a velveteen rabbit the whole time. I don't want to go through the house. Uh, and that was the first time I think I got caught by the giant baby thing, which squeezes you to death yeah. as a font gonna, of water. It's going to hug you and love you and pet yep. you and call you George. <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, in uh, so for the broadcast, cause I put um, Gus's and my ending paths in um, in the folder. If you want to pull up Mine like what those like are, so we can just yeah. like see what the, the difference is there. So you can see what we're talking about like top, middle, so and this bottom. So this one is mine. Gus's. Mm -hmm. you can tell so that's where he went. So you jumped off the edge. No, no. You I did went not back jump in. You went back in and then you... Went the north door. Yes. Right. The delivery door. Okay. And I went, I went back in and then I ended up falling through the floor a bunch of times. So you, wait, if you went back in, can you pop that back up on the screen again? I don't... See, going back in... Somehow just took you back up to that one, so I guess it didn't matter. There's, it's not like there's a third branch there. It's right. you went no, back in, or the there's door or Gus jump. and I went through. Right. It doesn't matter. Yeah, you um, go, you go back in the asylum, and yeah. you get hamstrung. So the only we haven't seen that bottom box. Whatever is in there, whatever freakish nightmare is in there, because there was a great scene in uh, that middle rung, I think, mm -hmm. or I don't know if it was where the stage depending is on which direction holds. you came at it. Yeah. Uh, where it just like dead body of your sister wife therapist just falls from the oh. sky and just splatters on the okay, ground. Okay, I, I did saw not that repeatedly. Get that one. Did you? Yeah. Where it just it goes. It happened like seven times to me as I was walking. No, I didn't have that yeah, at all. It happened all the time. Okay, maybe Wait. that was in my first playthrough then. Okay. I thought that was in my second one. It's like you're going through like a graveyard yeah. kind of. Well, at first it's a forest and it transitions to a graveyard and then she's just falling dead all the time because that's what we do. Uh, I laughed my yeah. ass off when the first one hit the ground. <laughs> <laughs> it was just such an abrupt like. And then it's just like got a hand just like stuck up in the air like high five me bro. Yeah. There was um 
one of the so for that middle ending, the creepy thing is you're wandering through the house. Eventually, your candle goes out. The candle was all that was oh, illuminating yeah. anything, and so you just have to walk forward in the dark. And at one point, you see like one of the enemies that you have to avoid is a little girl with a cleaver, and it's dark, so all you can see is the sparks as she's dragging the cleaver along the ground, and you just have to walk away from her. Not that hard to avoid. She's she's a little girl with a cleaver. It's Most heavy. Of the she's slow, so you just walk away from it. But you have no visual cues. Now, where that where the divergence point for that was is. Um, as you're walking through in the dark, you'll get these flashes of scenery. One of them was the girl, Gabby, all kinds of dead. Like, mm-hmm. like there were, must have been like 10 Gabbies, like hung or stabbed or dismembered or all, like, just re, like real awful. It's just this flash. And so you, ha- and then it goes dark again. You have to keep walking through the whole thing. Then an asylum flashes and you see the, the blind, um, blind straitjacket guy. And you just have to walk very quietly oh. past him. But, and then there's a third one. The third flash is you see Gabby on a gurney. All, like, destroyed and stuff. Right. Like she's, yeah, she's, yeah. she's dead or something. She's, now, like, split up the front. Oh, right. On the right side of that scene, there's a door in the, in the top wall. And you can go through that door. You just ha- you, like you have to get to it in the dark, but you can go through it, and that's what I did, which is how I got, I think, back to the middle point. You, you escaped I to think, a slightly happier end. Yes. Had I gone straight forward, I would have ended up at the top end. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, you would have. So oh. it's like it's like this really weird detail thing. I wasn't sure. I was like, oh, dark. Doo-doo. So I, at one point I was playing when I was in the asylum. I wasn't sure if this was a bug in the game or an intentional desi- design decision. Could have been either. Uh, so please let me know if this happened to you. At one point, you know, you're walking around those straight jacket guys who are blind, and you can't, you can't run. You know, you have to walk so they don't hear you. That took you. me so long that to figure out. That took me a long time out. to figure out. Uh, but at several points, the ambient music would just cut out. It yep. happened to me okay. too. Okay, so yeah. it was intentional. Well, intentional. I don't know if it was intentional, but I don't, it, it Or it might happened. just be a very consistent bug. Because the audio was still there. I could still yeah. hear like footsteps and stuff. Yeah, I me thought too. it was just gone the music cut. Then I opened the door, I was like, oh, okay, well, that's still there. For me, it was, um, I was, was it trying to creep around the dude around the furniture? Yes. Yes, for that's where it cut for me too. Okay, same place. And it cut a couple times. So uh, as you're going through the asylum, uh, Uh once you sort of get the hang of the blind dudes, there you go through one hall where first of all there's an enormous pile of decapitated bodies. Yes. And you have to sneak past the guy who's pacing back and forth along that, and then there's a pile of furniture, and the furniture is where you have to dip, you have to like dip up like halfway through and wait for him to go back. Uh, And while I was waiting for him. Yep. That's where that's it cut exactly out. Where it was. Yeah, that's that's where I remembered as well. Yeah. So I I think that might just be it might be a bug, just a very very consistent one because it didn't seem like the music cutting out added anything. Or is there a secret message? Well, we all played on different platforms. Like I played on my Mac. I'm, I was probably the only one who played. I was on, on PC. A Mac. I was on PC. So. Um, yeah, it came out. So let me see. It, it's out on a bunch of platforms actually, which I didn't realize. It's so it's PC. It's out for Ouya, which is a good one. Ooh. Um, yeah. OS 10, Linux, no PS4, and Vita. So it's on PS4. Damn. It's on PS4. Yeah, it came out earlier this year. Yeah, I I'm think. pretty sure that's true. Uh, it's actually. Did you guys know it's a Kickstarted game? Oh yeah, because uh, in the, the credits, credits, there's a yes. ton of Kickstarter names. Yeah. So it um it raised a little over a hundred thousand dollars on Kickstarter. Yeah. Uh, so it's like one that I would have to call a Kickstarter success. Mm-hmm. Short, but delivered. Yeah. Honestly, I wouldn't want this game to be any longer than it was. Yeah, I could see that. It was a, like it was a you know fine it was, as an experiment and everything, but uh, 
Like it, it ran its course. It got, by yeah, the, it by the end, I was like, good. wrap it up. Okay, yeah, I went through this door. Especially if, uh, maybe it's because I replayed it, I don't know. But if, oh, no, no, you go back in, in, somehow in that other course I took, you end up back in basically the asylum, and there's just door after door. After yeah, door. I stopped I looking at yeah, them after a I while. Too, I was so like, all right, all right, yeah. I'm, I'm never opening those. I don't care anymore. What is it? You fall through the floor in the mansion, and you end up back in the asylum, right? Maybe so. Something like that. I fell through a lot of floors. Mm. Should but, we uh, wrap this up and, yeah. Uh, yeah, let's, and pull out let's, another? Let's get good that game. cylinder selection. I liked it. I yeah. don't know that it's $15 it's good. If you see it on sale, yeah. pick it up. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad that I had the experience. It's kind of like the cat lady, where it's a game that hasn't made me happy. I'm not coming out of this a happier person, but it was a good experience to have had. Uh, that said, it's very ex- it's a very expensive two hours. Get that yeah. cylinder out here. Let's uh, let's see what cylinder. we're Cylinder! I summon you. Ryan, you want to do the honors? Sure. Oh, my hang on. sister, wife, doctor, cylinder. Cylinder. I'm putting my mic. There we go. Whoosh. I like that to tape it down because we keep being too rough with it. With gusto. <laughs> Whoop. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Wasn't looking. Uh, layers of fear. Uh, layers. Of, oh. I don't even like scary games. How is this happening? Oh. Let's see layers. Oh. I Just like that the, the name out. says Gus question mark. Oh no no I I, I didn't write, I know why I didn't write this but I saw it in there and there was no name on it and I put my name to vouch for it. This was a. Uh, uh, I think this is a, a locally developed game by so Aspire. Is, yeah. This yeah. is a psychological horror game that came out earlier this year for Linux, Windows, OS X, PS4, and Xbox One. Hopefully we get a better ending than we got in our... We did a Let's Watch in this, or at least uh, most of those guys did. I wasn't in most of the parts, so oh, I have I not seen most of this game. game. It's not that scary. It's called Layers of Fear. It's... I mean, there's some intense parts, but I don't remember there ever being like a jump scare. As I much. feel like we go through these weird streaks. Yeah. With Game Club, like we went through a really long streak where we played a lot of visual novels. We played a lot. We played too many visual novels. Not a lot of visual novels, but this is the first time we've had two horror games back to back. It's clumping. Layers of fear. We're gonna have layers of horror games. Uh, All right. Okay. Next well, time. We'll see you guys on next. Club. Oh, just in time for October too. That's right. All right, appropriately scary game for October. Layers we'll of fear. Do it. All right, Bye. see y'all. See you guys. Play it.